That's it. Thank you guys for doing this. Uh, Sandy's done this before. Sandy Lee, can we? That's that's Sandy. Sandy, have you met Kay? This is Kay. I don't think that's so. Sandy. Hi, Kay. That's nice Kay. That's Sandy. Um, You're now entering the Angry Panda Zone. Sandy Lee, Kay Cheng, and me, Kevin Wong. I would like to do a starter guide for BTS. Like, if I were to rank the level of BTS, my question. So, with uh, with um, with our show, we usually go like, "How Asian are you?" And we say, "We're so Asian, we do this." Um, I would say my BTS level is Kaput. Like, I I don't know anything about BTS. So it'd be like a Kaput zero. What about you, Kate? Can you do them in like the oldest to youngest form? Like, are you that that big? Uh, I know, yes, I know who the oldest is and I know who the youngest is, but I what don't know. What about the other four? Can you do the other four? There's seven of them. Oh, so, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> why? Okay, now why seven? Like, let's why do you let's need start seven? there. There's seven of them. Isn't the magic number five? Like at some point, they, just, no. they go, we're going to lose two at some point based on, 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 you know, just a lot of averages. But I mean, like people survive, like uh, Destiny's Child survived with three. You know, boys to men survived they with did three. Not. I mean, they're not. And Beyonce took them over after a while, you know. <laughs> what about you, Sandy? How? What level of BTS are you? Um, I'm not a diehard fan. I know of them. I know some of their names and <laughs> some of their songs. Uh, yeah, so not a super fan. So you're not in the army. Um, no, but I know of the army. What is the army? Like, is there a boot camp or is it just your money? Like, what is the It's their fan club. It's their fan club. But you have to join, right? Like, you have to pay to join the army? No. Okay, so the army is like, it's just the nickname for their fan base. They call it the army. Um, You can pay if you want. Uh, (laughs) I was, so it used to be for the, the tickets that they had in LA for the concerts that they just did. You had to join Ticketmaster Premium, and you also had to join the official BTS Army. I did the the second one, which is I joined the official BTS Army, but I didn't join Ticketmaster Premium. So now I paid $20 for a yearly membership for the official <laughs> BTS Army. Oh, you're a super fan. <laughs> I am a super fan. Uh, so let me ask, how did you get into BTS? Like, what was your first exposure? Was it the McDonald's commercial? Was it the little Nas video? Like, what's how did it all start? Uh, I mean, I've heard of them. Like, of course, you know, like through the grapevine. And I like kind of listened to K-pop way back in the day. Um, but for me, it was like a lot of people was dynamite when it hit during the pandemic. And that was my first exposure. What about you, Sandy? Uh, I've been listening to K-pop forever, so they're just the newest, more popular edition of the K-pop boy band to come out. Did they um, make but it like big? H.O.T., G.O.D. are like some more OG ones that I was obsessed with. Were they up. big in Korea before they made it to America, or was it just like... It seems like they were, but also they were from like a smaller label, so... You know, I think the top bigger like powerhouse labels, like they train and they, it's very rigorous. Like you go in there when you're like 13, 9, 12, 13 years old and you're just 
been there for 10 years, dancing, singing, whatever. So Ron Perlman like, has, no, has no low uh, say in any of this. Wait, what? Ron Perlman has no say in this. He's Wait, the guy that, that did all the boy bands. Like it, he did. Insta, oh, did. Ron Perlman. No, yeah, I, I, think I don't think he's dead. he has. I think no, he's dead. But, but like in Korea, they churn out like boy bands, like multiple boy band debuts, multiple girl group debuts, like every year. Like they're always churning them out. They have, they're like a factory over there. So, so is seven common or is that seven excessive? Oh no, there are some with like 15. There are some with like 30 members. I think it just depends. There's one called Pentagon and that's the symbol right there. They got nine members. And you think they would just have Doesn't five. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> because it's a Pentagon. They got nine members, nine dudes. I guess you could have three Pentagons, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that weird. would that would be fifteen sides, right? Yeah, wait, I All was right. like, wait a yeah. second. <laughs> so is this whole podcast like uh, I'm not Asian enough because you just you just missed a very basic multiplication table, right? There. It, it, well, I, I <laughs> score very low on on Asian enough. I um, that's usually how I start, and I, I say like how I do not exceed the, the the criteria of being Asian. It's more like I'm somewhere near the middle to the bottom, so. Uh, what what was the one that I, I, we did, Sandy? Like uh, I said, I, oh, I have not seen uh, Shang Chi. Yeah. I've not seen Crazy Rich what? Asians. Are I you... did. I did see Shang Chi this weekend because because I think I was married to do and have Disney Plus, so that kind of worked out for me. But I've not seen Crazy Rich Asians. I have not seen oh um, the Very Farewell. Well. So that's another okay. two I, i'm gonna do this week so you just time. hate aquafina is that it you know <laughs> that's where i realized like i messaged i both i messaged both david and sam i was like i'm over three with aquafina <laughs> yeah i but haven't that's... watched shang chi yet either are you I, wa- I know i want to see it i haven't seen it it's actually pretty good i yeah i mean yes. actually pretty good like well, I, I didn't. I didn't like his outfit. I, I was like, "How does he? Yeah. Why does he still look like a waiter?" I don't know. Of all <laughs> things, can't you make him? And really, you have eight rings. Like there could be something better than, than eight rings that go around your. How about bracelets? And you know, they're really more like bracelets. And his dad just hides it in a box. You know, is another addition issue. Yeah. <laughs> We're missing two rings. <laughs> okay, so is there a bad boy in the group? Everybody needs a bad boy. Okay, I would say. Jungkook is getting I mean he's the closest thing they have because he has piercing and he has crazy hair but that's about it no um I think they really try to maintain that innocent look so oh, are yeah. they I all they pretty much is it pretty much like Christian pop where they all kind of have the exact same personality or do you feel like that no. they all... they're uh all pretty different I think that's what because they all have different skill sets too it's like uh it's like the, the Power Rangers added two more people like they all have a different strength and whatnot and different personalities. <laughs> so so you, you, if, if you... seven Power Rangers would be enough, like that's that's a good amount of Power Rangers, right? Like five may be the standard, but five, like, and then the like... White Ranger and then the <laughs> yeah, Green those... Ranger. That's technically seven. Yeah, even though White and Green are the same. But... Exactly. So they would not be as powerful if it was just six. Like if one Ranger decided to just go AWOL. Well, that's really... uh, an interesting point you bring up because you also asked who's the oldest. Jin is the oldest. He's uh he's about to be eligible. Well, not eligible. He has to complete his military service. Mm. Um, in South Korea, all men have to complete military. Mandatory. Service. 
uh, before I don't know, like age thirty or something. Or it, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's military, or you go missionary, right? Uh, I think you can get exemption, but I think it's like very rare to get that cleared. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I don't know about be... missionary. Mm. Yeah. So I think my my <laughs> Korean do a friends. Are any of these guys? Are any of these guys related? Kind of like I feel like there needs to be a brother or a cousin, kind of like all the other boy bands. No, they're not related. Although I think it's pretty common. I think uh, Suga once said that they he spends more time with them than he does with his own family. So they're closer than family. I mean, they're as close as family. Um, And I think that's pretty common with Korean boy bands and K-pop groups. They just spend so much time with each other. It's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you think about how much, okay, how much money they make after all of the like fees, management takes the cut, and they had to split it among seven people. Right. I just, <laughs> I'm just imagining like comedy shows where, okay, we got paid X amount and we got to split it amongst about seven people. Like, okay, great, $3. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be the same thing. They guess. sell out so fire they get drink tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what made this concert special? Okay. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing is it was the, it was their first concert after the pandemic. Uh, I mean, that's pretty easy. I think that was a lot for any band that was coming back out. It was this. This was the big one. Um, it was in America, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. It, for it was special because I got to go, <laughs> you know, and I I graced them with my presence in the audience. <laughs> and they, they pointed at you. <laughs> yeah, I made my shirt. My hair was was perfect that night because I'm like, you know, if so, if like if like one of them sprains their ankle and they need a sub, and they're like, you know what, we got to pick the guy with the coolest hair. Or if they're like, we got to uh, add an eighth member tonight, and we're gonna pick the guy with the best hair. I made sure my hair was right. I, I was prepared. It didn't happen. Uh, but you know you got to be prepared for any situation. Did you have your mic with you as well? Like your your headless, your uh, <laughs> hands free. No, but they hand out these globes and they they sync with the music. It's kind of it's really cool. I've never seen anything like it. But I, I guess the globes know what section you're sitting in. Uh, that's a thing at BTS concerts. I guess. Did you get to keep it? I did not get a globe oh. because they had sold out. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, so they they were formed in Korea, then they made it to a point where they go, you have to go overseas because you're, you're too big in Korea. And then how did they hit in America? That's my biggest question. Um, I would say uh, that they, you know, Korea's got like the, the boy band thing might have died out here a long time ago, but that's kind of the standard form of music in Korea. Um, I would say they got really big internationally before they came to America too. Uh, they, they were selling out shows in London and South America and stuff like that. Um, and even before Dynamite, before the pandemic, they were they were already getting really big. So I what's think the... the difference... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. That, that's what I was going to ask. Okay. I think the difference is because um, they've really focused their messaging on self-love, whereas a lot of pop groups, a lot of pop music in general focuses on like relationships or partying or something. And their early stuff was a lot about like that too. But they had focused, I don't know where, somewhere along the line, a few albums ago, they focused their message on self-love. And that's something that resonated with um, 
it can resonate with anybody and that's why their fan their fan base is not like just teenage girls but it's uh older people like i went to the concert with my girlfriend's mom um john cena is a big bts fan it's something that everybody can relate to and everybody wants to love themselves and yeah i think that's why they broke through is that what this is like the whole index finger to the thumb thing like it's it's supposed to be a heart yeah, yeah. like taylor swift owned the, the two-handed like it's not just okay. self-love it's like a two-handed love this but one, this one's the thing that's, that's a heart. been around for a long time though yeah. it's pre-bts oh. I had no uh, idea. Yeah. in korean culture it's pre-bts but so it is you could do this you could do this one <laughs> Is this a is this an audio podcast or a video? Yeah, podcast? it's audio. Oh, good, good, because I look like <laughs> shit right now. <sighs> so, why do you think they they made it big, Sandy? Do you echo or they're do all you... very hot? They're all very hot. Oh yeah, oh, they're all okay. very good looking. I I think that there's like good and bad with it, right? I feel like it challenges the idea of masculinity a lot too, you know. Okay. But also, it's like a it, they are seen as more effeminate than which doesn't really help the Asian like the American perception of Asian men but I think it does challenge this idea of like like masculinity femininity and like most of the K-pop boy bands all wear makeup they're very groomed really well they're styled very well like there's definitely like a certain aesthetic um you know, everyone that's in a K-pop group has had plastic surgery. So sometimes oh. I feel a little torn, like, you know, they're kind of promoting plastic surgery in a way. And like, I mean, I, I have also gotten it done, so I can't really judge. But at the same time, it's like tough to be like, oh, yeah, these are just like the boy next door. They're not <laughs> very curated and like. It's a very curated image, but also I think they, like BTS especially, they, it seems like they really do pay extra attention to their own personalities and like kind of their messaging. And it's a little bit different instead of just like manufactured over and over again by some. So what's the common plastic surgery boy band uh, guys get? They do everything. They do nose, chin, eyes. They do all of it. So it's mostly facial. It's mostly facial stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it could be anything. Mm. Some people like bigger calves. They get bigger calves. <laughs> like it could be anything. Um, but yeah, I think that's just like a normal. If you're a celebrity, you just get stuff done. It's very common. Um, but yeah, it's tough because it's like, oh yeah, they're bit everyone. Of course, everyone's pretty. <laughs> Like of course. <laughs> do you have any thoughts on that, Kay? Do you feel like that they're too pretty to look at? Do you feel like um that they, they don't need it, or do you feel like it it goes with the culture? Uh, no, I mean I I I echo what Sandy says that they really challenge the idea of masculinity because yes, everybody looks uh effeminate, but they all have to serve in the military too. Like <laughs> that's I don't know, that seems pretty tough thing to do. And in America, we have this idea of a tough guy, like, you know, holding a gun and a beer and a beard, but also having high cholesterol and can't run a mile. Like that's, you know, anybody who challenges like you would, did you have to serve in the military for two years? That yeah. So, um, yeah, I like it, especially I, I, I like that they're beautiful and pretty because I 
I'm a skinny Asian dude. And for the longest time, being skinny and being an Asian dude are two things that I've been told are unattractive on a man. And then I see these seven very handsome dudes <laughs> uh, that look like me and have my body type and that sort of stuff. And they're like, the way I think about it, they think about self-love. It's kind of like Lizzo for Asian dudes. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's it is, yeah, right. a really good point. And if they ever did a song with Lizzo, ah! <laughs> would 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 you say BTS change your style? Do you feel like that you would want to um, embrace what they have, or do you feel like that it's kind of their thing? Change my change my style? Like, would you oh, dress like style. them? Yeah, would you would you try to um, dress like them? Would you try to have their essence, or would you just be like, no, that's their thing. I can't pull that off. Hmm. I mean, I think. Go ahead. They have stylists, and they're constantly changing. It's always an evolution, especially in if you're an artist. I think I don't think you can really own one thing consistently. It's like, especially if you're putting out new music. There's new outfits. There's new right. outfit changes. I don't know. Yeah. Is is there a Timberlake in in the group, Sandy? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there a Timberlake in the group? I don't think there is. Uh, there's definitely, I think uh, V and Jungkook are probably the most handsome and thus the most popular. Right. Um, but I think there's a lot of love across all seven of them. Uh, I think I was meaning more like you could see them breaking away from the group and soloing. Oh, gotcha. They have released a few solo tracks on their own. Um, but I think if they did, if one of them broke away, that would probably be the end of the, the band. Uh, another thing that helps with their popularity is, it, is that they've been the same seven members since their inception. Yeah, I think it's a lot like One Direction. When One Direction broke up, they were just known as multiple directions. <laughs> all directions. All directions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, is there, so there is no leader. There is no guy um, leaving the band. Um, There's like a lead organizer and that's RM. Um, but he's not like the most talented or the front man or anything. He's just like the person who speaks for them. Uh, he, Cause he speaks the most English. That's one thing. So how, how is their English? Uh, RM sounds American. If you sound, if you listen to him can't if you like if you talk to him on the phone you would think uh it's just a straight up american dude um at the concert i think three of them spoke english they did little speeches at the end of the performance three of them spoke english and then four of them spoke in korean and had a translator so do you feel the same way sandy that they speak good english or because i my korean friends actually crap on other korean actors when they don't speak proper korean like like Daniel Day Kim, they hated Daniel Day Kim because that doesn't speak good Korean. I was like, that sounds fine to me, you know, but. I feel like I have a tough thing with that, too, because I'm like my kindergarten or my like Korean level is like a kindergartner. So mm. I cannot judge. But also <laughs> it's like it is wild to like turn on the radio and be like, oh, they're singing Korean and I can't understand, you know, what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And like, I never would have thought growing up that that would be something that I would witness or, you know, experience. So um, I think the fact that I don't think they have to learn English to succeed. Like a lot of the songs that they sang are in Korean. So I don't know if that matters. 
I feel like they yeah. might be game changers. I feel like these are the ones, like the Steph Curry's that's changing the game. You know, that's actually doing something that everybody else has done, but took it to the next level. Yeah, it's kind of amazing that they were selling out stadiums in South America, singing mostly in Korean. And Korean is not a widely spoken worldwide language. Although there's Koreans everywhere, so you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally in every single part of the world. Yeah, there's Koreans in like Uzbekistan, like South America, all over the place. So, I mean, I'm not saying that all their fans there were Korean, but I'm sure there was a good amount that were Korean <laughs> in the stadium. So, yeah, at the at the concert, it was because I mean it was in America, so everybody was kind of just waiting for the English parts of the songs to sing along to. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people that can speak Korean now and like can oh. sing along to the Korean parts too. Well. And it's so cute. I'm like, I'm always like, oh my gosh, this is so wild. Like, that's so cool. As part so. of the uh, BTS membership that I pay for, I get exclusive. <laughs> uh, you can buy um, you can buy Korean lessons from BTS. They give you a textbook. Wow. They have videos. Oh. Of, you, of them teaching you how to speak Korean. Yeah. Only available to uh, mem- official I mean, members of the army. Wow, that's cute. Does it does it feel like it's easier now being Korean, Sandy? Or do you, do you still feel like it's they're not really, it's like a slight dent? A dent into what? Uh, the way people uh, talk to you, perceive you, the way that that you interact with people, like they might go, oh, like you go, I'm Korean. They might go, oh, BTS, you know, kind of like that connection thing that they want. I to... haven't gotten that yet, hmm. but also it's interesting because like here, there's like more Asian people, and I'm meeting more Asian people, and I've noticed that they usually think I'm mixed or that I'm like not full Korean, whereas like back in Chicago like everyone thought I was like full Asian so it's definitely an interesting like change but I haven't really gotten so they're usually very surprised when I speak Korean anyway because they're like oh we assumed you were a foreigner or did not know any Korean or we're not Korean so Sandy, I'm assuming that wait what so where are you at Oh, uh, I'm in California, but I'm from Chicago. Oh, gotcha. So in Chicago, it's pretty segregated. And so, you know, there, I feel like I didn't interact with a lot of Asian people in Chicago. Um, And so most of the time, like, I I was just Asian. (laughs) But here uh, in California, there is a lot more Asian people. And when I interact with Asian people, they assume that I'm white or mixed or I've heard half Mexican, half black. (laughs) I've heard everything. (laughs) So it's interesting. Um, they just assume that I don't speak Korean and that I'm not Korean at all. It's interesting. So does BTS, do they have like one Instagram or do they have their own individual Instagram account? Like Voltron, like they have to form and have one big one. Well, they used to only interact so- on social media through Weverse, which is like a, their special, like a K-pop social media thing. They just recently this month got their own personal Instagrams each. Uh, all seven of them have their own individual one. Suga posted a blank square because <laughs> he doesn't know how to use Instagram yet. And he got 19 million likes on a blank square. <laughs> 
So, okay, so what about the other six? Like, what, what, what are they promoting? Is there something that they're all kind of have their own style with their Instagram account? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good excuse for me to go through their Instagrams. <laughs> just, uh... I feel like they all have their own personalities. So, wouldn't they? Wouldn't that show through in their Instagrams? Yeah, it looks like J Hope uses a lot of filters. <laughs> Maybe he wants to be seen as art, like artistic, arty. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. got a favorite, Sandy? Favorite member? I have no idea, but I did just read that they tested positive for COVID. Yeah, three of them doing well. Yeah, we get better. What about you, Kay? Do you have a favorite? Um. I am. I'm. I'm on the fence. Uh, I have a top three out of seven. Okay. No, I think I have me. like a top. I think personality-wise, I like Jin the most. The um, oldest. Yes. Okay. He's funny, and I think uh, I well, pe- two people have told me I look like RM. So. <laughs> you gotta stand the person yeah. you look like. Yeah. yeah. And I think Jimin is. Uh, I'm, I'm like. Objectively speaking, I think he is the most talented because he's the best dancer. Vocally, they're all pretty much the same. I don't think anybody really stands out, but he's the best dancer and he can rap in Spanish. Oh, okay. You got points on doing that. Yeah. All right. To close this out, I usually let's do it this way. We've done uh, snacks instead of doing snacks. (laughs) Oh, this is an audio podcast. (laughs) Sorry. Like, what are we looking at? Yeah. You're the, the only person that, that still buys calendars. <laughs> I got for those I, that can't see it, it's a BTS calendar. It's a BTS desk calendar. Yeah. Oh, for every month of 2022. Yeah. Nice. Uh, actually, I got it for my, my girlfriend's mom, um, but my girlfriend forgot it when she left her trip. So I guess it's mine now. Oh, there you go. I guess I'll keep it. Yeah. So uh, three songs. Which song would you want to loop? Which song is a guilty pleasure? And which song would you want to delete off of their catalog? Do you want to go first, Sandy? But they need some time. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think one of them is on Girl of My Dreams or something with a rapper. I like that song and I like the rap at the end. It was very unexpected. I, I want to say it's Sugar with someone so that's your juice loop world song? maybe juice world. yeah juice world and then okay so i like that song a lot um guilty pleasure i don't, I don't know what i would delete but uh, i like uh their i like dynamite and then there was another one on their earlier albums that i used to be really obsessive and had on repeat but i do not remember the title <laughs> Can you sing maybe, it? Maybe maybe Kay can help you no out. <laughs> if you, no if you just sing it, then I'll shazam I have you. No idea. <laughs> if I heard it, if I look at the album track list, then I can probably remember again. But I don't remember. What about you, Kay? Do you have one that you would loop, a guilty pleasure, and one you would delete off of their catalog? Gotcha. Um, I would, the one that I'm looping right now is "Answer Love Myself." Uh, that's off of the. I don't remember which album, but anyways, that's the one I'm listening to right now. Um, Guilty Pleasure. I actually have two, uh, and I usually hate Christmas music, but they did a holiday remix of Dynamite and of Butter, and I'm still listening to both of them, even though it's the 27th. 
I feel like I'm allowed <laughs> to listen to them through New Year's. No, you have and a then, week. You have a week, Grace. It counts. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Christmas. Got it. Uh, yeah. Tell that to Mariah Carey. She's, <laughs> she's fuming on the 26th every year. Uh, and then was the last one. Paid millions of royalties. So I think she's probably doing fine. <laughs> Which one would you delete? Like you just go, I, I hate the song. I wish they would never sing it. I, I, let's abandon the song. Probably one of the early ones, which I think they've already deleted themselves, which is War of the Hormone or War of Hormone, which is not very bts at all. It's very, uh, it's like super sexist and and like, it's like the music video is really goofy too, where they're like chasing a girl around and stuff. So yeah, yeah. They, they beat cancel culture, huh? <laughs> Well, it, they recorded it, I think, like 10 years ago. So, you know, 2021 or 2012, you could do anything, right? Back so they've really been a different around time. that long. Yeah. Huh. Say that again? They've really been around that long. Yeah. So it's not like they just pop. They've actually put in the work. Yeah, yeah. They've been growing for, uh, for years now. They've probably been training together for even longer before that. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Uh, but also, they're the biggest act in the world right now. And, you know, they put in, they debuted, if they de- I don't know exact debut, but if they be- debuted 10 years ago, that's pretty good time because we've all been doing comedy for a very long time. I've <laughs> gotten nowhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me cry. <laughs> Love yourself. Sandy, love yourself. That's right. I've only been doing it two years, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can tell myself. <laughs> I have a long way to go. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for doing this. Yeah. Thank you for giving me thank an outlet. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>